everybody out there in Houston, Texas. You're hearing that familiar song, which means it's 8 p.m. on Monday night, which also means it's time for FM Rager. Hey, everybody, this is your host, Connor Clifton, joined, as always, by Ned Gale. Ned. Oh, hello. How, how the heck are you, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm feeling kind of kind of winded right now. Yeah, we had to run to the station. <laughs> we, we were almost late. It was bad. Yeah, we were physically running. I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> All right, let's get to the meat of the matter, Ned. How was your freaking weekend? My weekend was fantastic. I I had shows every night of the weekend, uh, as did you, except for Saturday night. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And and we we raged every night, uh, despite what my body was telling me. I still performed Uh, on Saturday. I did karaoke. Ah, yes, yes. At a funeral, (laughs) but I did karaoke. All right. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, so so Thursday night we did Faking It with Kelly Juno. That's right. Uh, it was a fantastic show. Oh, it went over like gangbusters, baby. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with gangbusters, but they do hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as we did that, and then Friday night we had an effing rager stage show, an effing stager possibly, we could call it. Yeah, effing stager with uh, Don't Tell My Wife, the improv troupe that uh, works out of a station used that Station Theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, they were great. Oh, they were awesome. Time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Saturday night, I did Gay Shame Parade. That's uh, Bob right. show. Yeah. yeah. And that was a blast. It was great. I don't get to do stand-up often. And yeah. it, was, uh, it was fun. Okay, great. Yeah. And then Sunday... Oh, we took it easy, oh, yeah, we but did. we also had our community potluck. That's and true. And you ate some delicious fried chicken. No, stop, stop. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was great. It was really fun to do uh, that and make chicken that everybody loved. Look, I'm I'm very proud of my fried chicken recipe. Uh, if you want to know what I put in it, what I put in the batter, you got to try it first. I'm, I'm not giving it away for free. You got to at least try it. Um, let's see. Uh, one of the big party moments... Look, after faking it, we went out for my birthday and had some drinks, and we we definitely raged until four in the morning. Oh, we effing raged! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My God, every uh, a lot of the performers from faking it showed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maria, friend of the show, showed up. Mm-hmm. A lot of friends of the show showed up. It it, it was such a fun. A lot of night. just friends of life too. That's true. You know, just That's just true. friends in general, in and out of the show. Yeah. It, Although in the show is all that matters. Yeah, yeah. This is our yeah. At least right now. <laughs> um, but no, for anyone who came out, uh, if you're listening right now, I want to thank you very much. I had a really nice birthday. It was it was very pleasant. And uh, you better do it up next year because I'll be thirty, <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be my time. Uh, okay, so before we, you know, the weekend's over. Ned, how was how how was your Monday? How how are you feeling about your Monday? You know, my Monday wasn't so bad. Easy day, no traffic today. No traffic, yeah. no traffic at all. <laughs> all the cars stayed off the road, and we got to go all on our own. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It, it, it felt like I was having an out of body experience. It was like. It was as if everyone who commutes in Houston mm-hmm. was taking part in some kind of performance art piece. And speaking of performance <laughs> art, <laughs> your guest tonight wow. is a performance artist known as Evan McCarley. Hey, Evan, how the heck are you? I'm, I'm doing much better than uh, I was yesterday. I was very sick. Yesterday. Yeah, you said you weren't feeling too great. No, but here we are, 14 I, Fourteen hours of sleep will do the body good, y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got, uh, so at one point this weekend, I slept for maybe like 11, 11 hours, and oh, boy. Sunday night, I slept, or Sunday morning. No, it was night by the time I woke up. Yeah. <laughs> I slept in. Okay, Evan. 
Where do you want to start? I mentioned performance artists, but we are a show about partying, so we're going to let you take the wheel on um, this one. You know, I'm kind of feeling, I kind of, you know, I, I want to talk about, I want to talk about partying a little bit. That's for dang sure. Okay. <laughs> so All right. I think we could, we could start with, with partying and then, you know, get into the meat of the matter we'll, later. We'll ease Hell our yeah, way in. Yeah. Yeah. Meat of the matter. Meat of the matter. <laughs> okay. Well, Evan, I'm sure you've partied pretty hard in your time yeah can you tell us about any recent really cool party stories um yeah so i was in mexico city for a week with a group of women that i collaborate with that's called that's loosely called it's called lady band um it was started by a, a local um experimental musician named uh, sandy you and she now lives oh, yeah. in new york she's kind of all over the place but i went down there with her and Yes, five other women, and we did a performance on Thursday night, and it was really, really great, and it was a lot of fun, but um, on Friday, it was kind of like a lot of the week had been sort of about rehearsing for the performance and doing all these things, and then by Friday, it was like, cool, woo, let's let's just hang out and party. Time to party, yeah. So um, there is... There's a guy that lives in Mexico City. His name is Juan Garcia. Uh, he went to the Moore School of Music here in Houston for a while. He lived in Houston. U of H, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> he uh, he lived here for quite a bit of time. I want to say like probably six-ish years. But he knows a lot of people in the ex experimental music community here. And he uh, kind of just invited us all over to hang out. And if you had like some stuff to make sounds with, you could bring that too. So Ooh. I had a had all these tuning forks that I brought and I was making sounds with. So we were all just like hanging out, whatever, chilling, very, very chill house party vibe. My husband and I went over to the corner store and like grabbed all these like Mexican chips that we had never eaten because I love to rage and I love to snack. Heck yeah. I'm all about trying local snacks. Yeah. yeah. So we went and got all these local snacks. We got the we got some like beer. When we went over, we were just like hanging out. It was very chill, and then the party was kind of winding down, and it was just me and Juan, my husband Raf, my friends uh, Rachel Roscoe and Tom Carter, and uh, Juan's two roommates, and we were the only people there. Oh, and and Juan's dog Sophie. So we we played a show for <laughs> Sophie. Very Aww. important character in the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we so we did like a thirty minute jam. We were all kind of like drunk and and high by that point, and so you know it was cool. And so we did all that, and then we kind of cleaned up. And then Juan and his roommate like just turn and look at each other, and they go, Patrick Miller. <laughs> and we were like, Who, who's, who's Patrick Miller? And they're like, no, 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 no. It's not a person. It's a place. Ooh. Yeah. So they took us to this club, and it's only open on Fridays. Um, and it is the Mexico City equivalent of numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and it's 30 pesos to get in, which is about like $1.25. 20, um, they only serve beer red bull and water and it's open till four in the morning and they play 80s music and i love numbers after i got married my husband and i went straight to numbers afterwards <laughs> for those who don't know numbers is a, a club here in houston that plays a lot of 80s music they have 80s night goth night it's the the place to be if you're a fan of the 80s yes yeah, so, and for those of you who don't know come on get out yeah, yeah, yeah. you should go to numbers it's an institution for sure 
But um, it was really cool because uh, so when you go to like dance clubs in the U.S., everybody all kind of dances together. But that's not what happens. Yes, at it's pa- called line dancing. <laughs> <laughs> well, like everybody's together out on the dance floor, mm-hmm. but at Patrick at Patrick Miller. Um, <laughs> they have these dance battles, so they're like, Whoa, yeah, that so, sounds wicked. <laughs> so they're like six, like circles on the dance floor, and then two people hop in at a time, and then they dance off. So it's this weird thing where you go out on the dance floor, and more more than half the people aren't actually dancing; they're just watching these dance battles, um, and. Apparently there's an etiquette, and we learned that the hard way because <laughs> my, my husband he likes this kind of music called hard style, um, and there's this dancing that's called shuffling. So he tried to like just hop into one of the circles to like shuffle, and this guy just like came and just pushed him out. Whoa! And then my my husband was like, "Wow, what the hell? Like I'm gonna dance anyway." Um, and then Juan was like, "No, no, 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 no." You need to go get him. Not at Patrick Miller's. (laughs) (laughs) But I have, for all of the people watching, I have this Patrick Miller um, poker chip. I have a yeah, it's a drink token. Here, let me. I'll hold up to the. (laughs) That's a drink token. Yeah, it's like it's a poker chip. It says Patrick Miller on it. Do you? If you want to touch it, touch your camera now or your screen. (laughs) So you. you when you get in, you have to buy tokens to get drinks. Uh, It's not like a cash bar, so you have to get these tokens gotcha that was a lot of it was a lot of freaking fun now uh, what side shuffling is that the name of the dance Uh, no it's just called shuffling 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 okay hard style slash shuffling dot exe run (laughs) (laughs) hard style is the music that you shuffle to or you can pretty much shuffle to whatever but i think that i don't know much about this but i mean i've always understood the shuffling to be a a dance itself like instead of (laughs) Like a verb, like, hey, he's doing a little shuffle. There's like a specific like dance move. It's kind of like doing the running man. See, I've watched your husband's Instagram because y'all went to Vietnam recently, mm-hmm. correct? And there was, I, it felt like you went to a wedding every day. Yeah. At least according to the Instagram. That, that would... video of him running through those people in the shopping mall dancing. Oh, no. <laughs> or, or that was, what was happening there? That was at a buffet. We were at this weird resort. Oh man, New Year's. Luby the Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> we were at this weird resort that was on an island for New Year's, and we got there, and it was just full of Russian tourists. This sounds great. So, <laughs> Does it? I don't know. <laughs> Let us finish the story so, here. It was very weird. Um, my my sister in law at one point just kind of like leaned over to me and was like, "This is like a bad acid trip." <laughs> <laughs> and then like, and I was like. Yeah, it kind of is. But you know what? I'm just going to lean into this. I'm going to have a good time. And like Raph and I were like, we're never going to see these people again. Let's yeah. See. That is a, a key component to having a good time is not caring <laughs> about what anyone around you will say. And if they're all strangers, you'll never see you again. It's yeah. Great. And none of them, not a whole lot of them could speak English. I tried. Um, and... I was entirely too friendly for <laughs> many of them. <laughs> they were like, who is this weirdo lady that's wants to talk to my child? Because <laughs> that totally happened. <laughs> like, hi, I'm wasted. What's up, kid? So you shuffle? Yeah. How many countries have you danced in? Ooh. You know, I haven't really... I've been 
the I've only been to three other countries. I've just gone to two countries recently. Oh, okay. Yeah. What was the third? So, oh, I went to I went to the UK right when I graduated from high school, and, and that was but that was during the time this was like 2006. So like, it's oh, very so you good. were still waltzing back then? <laughs> I was still like dancing. Still hard style though. <laughs> <laughs> dancing is for stupid. So I don't dance. Um, so, what? Yeah, I know. Why was I ever like that? I, I've always had the rhythm in me, man. I no, love I mean, dancing. I love dancing too, but I was also very much caught up in I think the time where. Yeah, everybody's like, yeah, dancing is for lames. Was that a big thing? <laughs> what year was this? 2006. I don't know. It felt like that at the time. That was that was in the lames and the norm cores really really owned dancing. Uh, yeah. 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 It wasn't until we got it back. Yeah. And when Obama yeah. came into office. <laughs> there was a little bit of, there's probably a little bit of a self-consciousness built into that. So I was going to oh. say, I feel like I just got more comfortable with dancing as yeah. I got older. I wasn't like, this sure. is lame. I was like, man, I wish I could dance. Yeah. And now that I'm older, I'm like, I don't care if I can't dance <laughs> i went i actually went to uh i went to numbers on <laughs> i went to numbers last friday actually hell yeah um i went with uh chris odo who does stand up and um who it was it was me and chris odo and kendall seymour and <laughs> oh this is the the meme group yeah meet the up. <laughs> uh, and and abina and I don't know Abinov's last name, but uh, Abinov and Kumar. Should uh, we be saying everyone's last name? Yeah, might as well at this point. And <laughs> home address. Hey, if you if we just said your name, if you could post your home address in the comments, <laughs> just to make it easier for everyone. <laughs> but uh, there was this there was this period of time where Abina was just like kind of standing there and like wiggling around. And, <laughs> it's called shuffling. <laughs> and I just like went over to. Abinov. Well, it's, it's soft style wiggling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, went, I like whispered in Abinov's ear, and I was like. Nobody's watching you. It doesn't matter. Nobody's watching you. And I don't. Did he know you were talking about dancing? Because yeah. that's a really scary phrase out of context. <laughs> <laughs> no but, one's watching you. Was, well, yeah, because I was like, no one's watching you, man. Just dance. And then he danced, and I think he had a good time. Good, he, good. We got up on the stage, which I never get up on the stage. That is a I'm clear like, sign that you're having a good time. Yeah. yeah. We, I don't know about everyone else, but y'all are having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I've obviously. Uh, done some partying. Sure, you... I like to rage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, we're getting a call oh. already. All right. Hey, you're on FM Rager. Uh, I have a question for uh, the guests and the hosts. Okay. Um, uh, and it's da it's dance related. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> uh, now, don't worry. It's not about Obama or Trump or nothing like that. <clears throat> I'm, I'm an old uh, KPFT listener. Oh. This is my first time hearing your wonderful, energetic party show all night. Oh, oh thank, thank you so much. So, so what's the question about dancing? <clears throat> I mean, I, I tune in every now and then. And <laughs> in a times. I don't know if you guys remember, but my question is inspired. Oh, I know who um, this is. <laughs> I know who it is, too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the old um, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Evan. Evan introduced me earlier, so he's, we he's were still wiggling. And, <laughs> he's still soft. Um, he's still yeah. soft wiggling. My my question was was um, yeah. You guys have talked about all these places in Mexico, and you know, but what is your favorite place to go dancing in Dal uh, in Houston? Oh. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, thank you very much for calling. Favorite in. place to dance in Houston? Uh, duh. 
Obinev. <laughs> oh. <laughs> numbers. <laughs> All right. Numbers from Evan. Uh, Ned, what about you? I haven't got out like dancing, dancing in a while. I really like Barbarella, but I like. I feel like the last time I went, I was like, yeah. There was a there was a time where you, me, and Billy, friend of the show, would all go to Barbarella like every weekend. It, it was like after a lot of station theater shows too. Yeah. I would just end up there. We we we'd perform, we'd get drunk, we'd go to Barbarella, we'd get pizza. But I don't know if I can say Barbarella is my favorite place to dance. Yeah. My favorite place to dance in the city of Houston is wherever my feet are stepping. What? Baby. Look, Ooh, that's not the, fair. If I got, if I can hear music either outside or inside my head, I'm moving and grooving, dude. And I love to dance. I watched Billy Elliot last night. You just gave me some really hard Billy Elliot vibes. Ooh. <laughs> so he just was dancing wherever. <laughs> I'm just waiting for my dad to tell me to stop dancing at any moment. <laughs> I just want to dance, Dad. <laughs> I've never seen Billy Elliot. I assume that's a line. Um, it was really, really, it was really enjoyable. I had never seen it either, and it was good. Everybody should watch Billy Elliot. I've it's, heard fantastic things. It's on Netflix. Oh, I'm going to watch it now. Lindsay's also saying Arlo's is her answer oh yeah i was remember arlo's yeah i was like a hardcore arlo's volunteer yeah <laughs> i just was there and i <laughs> helped out and i may or may not have gotten compensated in alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> fine, fine. but yeah that was a good time i had my 27th birthday party there Ooh. Nice. What yeah. was that like? Good rager? Effin rager? Oh, it was good. I had Choco Tacos. I got on the balcony. Oh, what? And Where? Ned <laughs> is convinced cho- that they stopped making Choco Tacos. Oh, Where okay. can I get a Choco Taco in Houston? Um, You will have to ask... You'll have to ask around. It's always it's always another thread. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to go ask this person. You have to go under this bridge. My friend showed up with like 15 Choco Tacos and Hell I like yeah. threw them down. Evan, those were the last 15. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed them. <laughs> it, it sounds like you just threw them down. Yeah. <laughs> Get them while they're cold. <laughs> just throwing Gutenberg Bibles on the ground. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so he just showed up with Choco Tacos and he danced all night? Yeah, totally. That, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it was fun. I used to DJ there too, so... Whoa. Yeah. How long have you been DJing? Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't really call myself a DJ. Oh, okay. I just DJ when people want me to. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I've DJed some Zine Fest. I helped run Zine Fest Houston too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And before I did that... Zine Fest? Big friend of the show. Yeah. Big time, yeah, big time yeah. friend. Um, I, before I was like in a leadership, the leadership position that I am now within ZineFest, I used to like help them put together events and sometimes I would DJ them and that was fun. So you, wait, you've used a DJ name before though. Yeah. Uh, what is it? DJ Too Deep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's because one, I'm just like too deep for all y'all. <laughs> and then two, my husband helps me with everything. So I'm always like rolling too deep. Aww. Yeah. Man, you made us laugh and you made us cry. Yeah, that's what oh, I'm here right. for. What are you, Little Miss Sunshine? Jeez. Speaking of a lot of emotions, let's talk about experimental action. Ooh. Let's talk about that because the festival is coming up. Yes, it is. All right. First off, what is experimental action? Experimental Action is a three-day performance, international performance art festival that happens in Houston every other year. Um, So the founding of it was in 2017. I co-founded it with uh, Julia Wallace, who is an amazing, amazing uh, person to begin with. And then also uh, she kind of shepherded me into making performance art um, 
because she had a performance art group many years ago called Continuum Performance Art. And so I started hanging out with Continuum, and then I started making my own performance art. And then she she was working on another festival, and I volunteered for that festival. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. We have all these people from all over the world here to do this thing. And, like, I want to keep that going. Yeah. So that... So that festival ended, and then Julie and I were like, well, why don't we just make a new one? So, yeah, our, f- our first festival was in 2017. I co-founded it again, and then I co-directed that iteration of it. Um, and now my role within the festival is that I, um, I'm i facilitating an hour-long showcase that is called Merge. It's... Uh, it's an hour dedicated to like long form durational performance art, but everybody is performing at the same time in the space, which is Rockefellers this year. Ooh, yeah. So, so, um, so you get to like walk around and see all these happening at once, like, yeah, continuously. It's kind of like a yeah. It's like if you go into like a museum or an art gallery, is or something like that. It's like yeah, yeah where there, everywhere you turn, everywhere you look, there's going to be something else happening for that for the for the first hour of the actual festival. That's awesome. So yeah, the festival is this week. It's the twenty first, twenty second, and twenty third. The 21st is um, at Rockefeller's, and the 22nd... That's, that's Thursday night? Yes. Okay. It starts at 9 p.m., um, so from 9 to 10 is going to be the showcase that I'm putting together, and then there's going to be performances after that, and then uh, Friday and Saturday night, we're doing it at The Secret Group. Ooh. Yeah. So we... The, the interesting thing about performance art is because it is... Some some things can be, like, the the whole kind of... Not byline, but the kind of catch for, I don't know what to really call it, is this year the focus is on calculated risk, um, which is like taking, of course, like taking risks, um, but being thoughtful about what you're doing, not not only in terms of, of what the performer themselves is doing, but of your audience, because the mm-hmm. audience is so much a part of it. Um with that being said, there's a lot of there are a lot of venues that are like, ooh, you you might like break something or ooh, like I don't know. We're in a china shop. I don't know if we can have this. <laughs> yeah, because it can get like you know some some stuff can seem very very intense, and some mm. spaces are like I don't know if we want to put our you know. But the secret group, we we did a night at the secret group in 2017, and all the guys from the secret group where like afterwards came up to us and said that was really freaking cool when can you do it again <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing two nights there um and i'm really really super oh, awesome. we're all super that's super great. grateful it's such a great space too um and i i really really appreciate that they're trying to bring in not just comedy and not just music and not just DJs and not just 90s night or whatever <laughs> they want to have like some some really some diverse serious programming yeah cutting edge stuff um, so I'm super, super grateful for that. Now I've had to book local performers for one night of a show and that can be a little bit of a headache. Mm-hmm. What is it like having to book people from all over the world for a multi-day festival? Um, well, e- there's a lot of emails. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of Skyping. Um, there's a lot of Facebook messenger, uh, for me and my part for this for for this year's iteration, um, I've been talking, uh, I've been talking back and forth with an artist ne- named Isa Fant- 
Fontbana. Sorry, Issa. Um, I actually just met her for the first time today at oh. Secret Group right before I came here because we were doing a walkthrough with some of the artists. So um, I've been coordinating with her on her piece and what her needs are for her piece. Um, and I'm really, really excited about it. And it's this thing where we've been talking for quite a bit of time now. And she's been nothing but sweet and kind and uh, like I feel like I should be in a place where I, you know I'm definitely always trying to be accommodating of what artists need but Issa was like I'm just so flexible she doesn't sound like that <laughs> she, she's just hey it's me <laughs> <laughs> she she's been a, she's just been super super lovely and you know today at secret group she was like how can I help and it's like I don't I'm gonna oh. put you to work. You're like you're performing in the festival, and she's like, no, 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 no. So she was stuffing lanyards. Oh. You know, she's so sweet. So I hope that she's listening. Hi, Isa. Welcome to Houston. Now, if I could take this a little bit more personal, uh, it sounds like you being involved in Zine Fest Houston, uh, DJing is too deep, <laughs> and an all around dance clown, and now you're doing performance art. What brought you to performance art? Um, I'm. I have a background. I did theater in middle and high school. Um, and then when I was in high school, I kind of switched over to playing guitar and I started learning how to play the guitar. So I'm kind of like used to being in front of people. Um, and I don't know. It Once I found out that I could do like all the things that I want to do and say what I wanted to say in like a very freeing way, like performance art for me and for a lot of people, I think it's almost a form of therapy. Um, it's been an extremely, uh, it's been an extremely positive thing in my life in terms of getting an outlet for any kind of feelings that I'm having. Um, and once I realized that I could create work that was deeply personal, um, and, and use and put it out there in such a way that I could impart like the feelings inside of me in a direct way to audience members and actually have them be a part of it um, was extremely freeing for me. So to get serious. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Um, and pretty much any performance artist you'll know will probably say something like that. And it, because it's true, um, you just, you get to get up there and you get to do the thing or express that idea i do find oh i'm sorry and and what's cool about it is that you can draw from so many different mediums like i draw from my theater background i draw from my music background i draw from just being a dance clown and just like a clowny funny lady i've been trying to make work that's a little bit more humorous and not so serious because i feel like i took myself really serious for a really long time um, but I'm funny, so I might as well be funny too. Yeah, yeah. While talking about serious stuff. Um, so yeah. So uh, I was just thinking, you're. I mean, I, I've put comics up, and you see the likes on Instagram come up, and that feels good. But there is something about we we are all performers, and mm -hmm. our medium is all performative. And I agree, it's very cathartic to get up there, even if it's just five minutes. Like I remember. The show just this past week, leading up to it, I went to the bathroom nine times, <laughs> and then I finally did it. I was lost on stage in that moment, and as soon as it was done, uh, hearing the uproarious applause, the standing ovation, I seem to remember happening. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but those it, people standing up to make sure you were okay, you fainted. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, it just feels. 
it's an incredible feeling to mm-hmm. do a performance and to get a, a an immediate response from it. I imagine performance art is just a little it's, different. It's very. It can be very similar. I've definitely. I feel like as people that have done stand up, like there have definitely been pieces where I'm like, man. I totally just bombed that, um, and it actually happened. That's a to me. deep cut, by the way. <laughs> uh, and I mean, that's totally happened to you both, right? Oh yeah, never. Not a- <laughs> <laughs> yes, but yes. I did it. I did it horribly. Piece. Yeah, I did a piece uh, last year that just really did not land well with the audience that I w- was interacting with, and mm-hmm. it really, really, really bummed me out. Um, yeah, it really, really bummed me out. And I thought about taking a, kind of a break from doing performance. Um, but I read some, I, I was just kind of surfing around on um, social media. And uh, this woman who's an experimental turntablist, her name is Maria Chavez. She's absolutely. Ooh, she does the broken records, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that stuff's cool. <laughs> she's so cool. But she posted something along the lines on her Instagram story about how artists get so caught up. And, you know, the old saying, like, you're only as good as your last performance and how, oh. like, so detrimental that that line of thinking is to actually creating. And it's it's giving and, you know, you can't expect it from any every audience at all. But it's like you have to give yourself space to mess up. Um, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, and and if it's not good every time you at least like did it and you're better off for doing it and you learn something from it yeah that's something and i think especially with performance art when you're on a stage and you are there and and you are doing the thing and all the attention is really on you there's this huge pressure like in stand-up where if you if you flop then you flop um or if you don't feel 100 percent, like it's hard it's gonna affect you're not gonna be able to get back up to it sometimes i find that incredibly interesting because uh for comedians uh if 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 something doesn't do well we just go to an open mic and we workshop it Mm -hmm. with performance art are you is it encouraged to do multiple performances or is it like a one and done yeah um i think so the stuff that I'm working on right now is is just different versions of something that I've been kind of working with within the past year, and I actually had a discussion with Julia because I'm I am performing in the festival, um, and this is my first time performing in the festival as like a featured artist. Um, I was talking to Julia about how I was trying to do something different and how I wanted to do something different because I felt like I had been kind of doing the same thing for a really long time, and that kind of that kind of that thought process kind of stemmed from that that performance that kind of flopped in my mind at the end of last year mm-hmm. so I was trying to do something different and I like videotaped it and I tried to rehearse it and I just it didn't feel right and I went up to Julia today and I was like hey you know what I think I'm just gonna stick with what I've already been doing and it's not because I don't want to take that calculated risk that we've been talking about throughout this whole process, but it's like, I want to be true to who I am and I want to make sure that what I'm doing, like, you know, I, a lot of what I do is improv too. Like a lot, a lot of my performance work has been improvisational. So I was, I wanted to do this thing with like a pre-recorded video and the pacing just wasn't right. And it just wasn't right. And I was like, I need to do this in real time. And that's what I've been doing. So 
that's what you're going to see from me in the festival. Ooh, yeah. very interested to check that out. Yeah. Are you performing every night at the festival? No. So I'm performing on Saturday night. Okay. And how so how it works is that the festival is is three nights. Um, and you can buy tickets for all three nights until Wednesday. And that's like $53 for, for all three nights. And then after that, you have to buy individual tickets to individual nights. So it's $20. So let's say, Ned, you want to come see me on Saturday. It'd be $20. If you okay. want to come for the whole thing, it's $53. Okay. So, um, yeah. And I'm going to be one of of many people performing that night and what's kind of cool is that there's not necessarily like a set schedule like i know i'm performing on saturday i'm not really sure what time um but yeah it's just kind of we and we have so many people coming in from out of town so that it's sort of like oh yeah once you get into the space because we this festival is also completely artist run like everybody that puts on experimental action is a performance artist or if they're not a performance artist they're a writer or marketing guru or have or have been a part of the performance art community in houston for years so it's just yeah i forgot what i was saying (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah we're it's art it's artist run and um with that you know we take consideration into what our artists need when they get into the space in that moment and we adjust accordingly because our job is to make the art be seen in the best way that we can facilitate that. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I'm excited about it. You were telling me about some of the pieces from 2017 mm-hmm. that sounded just crazy. Like, I'm, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Um, I'll definitely be out at Merge on Thursday cool. after our improv show. Yeah. And um, we also, on Wednesday night, we have, um, we have a, like, a kickoff party that's free. Um, so if you're free on Wednesday. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be a Natsuo, um, and do you guys you guys know about Natsuo? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know this about Natsuo? So Natsuo is a social, like the building itself is a social sculpture. It is Jim Pertle's grand art masterpiece. Um, it's a place where he's lived for like the last twenty plus years, and it's a bar, and it's. Uh, I just imagine his artist thesis statement was. How can I make a building more flammable? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's actually done a lot of he's um especially after what happened at Ghost Ship in Oakland, he um they've done some really 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 heavy cleaning cuz it so not so used to be a department store and he kind of just kept all the stuff that was in an apartment store. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, within the last couple of years he's definitely scaled back on the amount of stuff that's in it. Um it's definitely become it's still much, very much a social sculpture, but it's also a place where he lives and a place where he works and a place where um, he he has shows so downstairs. Many shows. Yeah, yeah. So, what's cool about Wednesday is that it's totally free. The artists, some of the artists from the festival, will definitely be there. Me for one of them, um, mm-hmm. and probably some of our out of town people. So, if for some reason you want to just come and like say hey, you can come say hey, grab a drink. And then Jim's going to be doing a performance on the second floor, which I think uh, is, I think only a couple people can come up at a time. Ta- at a time, and so he used to he used to have house parties on the second floor. <laughs> um, and after the thing with Ghost Ship and the whole that fire, he like stopped having those house parties. Oh, um, so 
people used to be able to go up to the second floor all the time, um, and now there's kind of like a restricted access. So if for some reason you wanted to just kind of, it's it's a really, really incredible spot. Um, and Jim has been making performance art in Houston for at least the last 35 years. Um, he's, he's prolific. Um, and I feel like as he gets older, not only does his is his stuff still really, really funny, but I think that it's it's very poignant and thoughtful too, in a way that you probably wouldn't expect from Jim Pirtle if you saw him <laughs> <laughs> on the street. So I'm really, really excited about it. Well, speaking of funny, thoughtful, and poignant, I want to move into something. Evan, <laughs> you brought a little friend with you today. <laughs> oh, I, I brought some little friends today. All yeah, right, well, we brought a little friend of ours as well. Let me grab this real quick. Okay, so those listening at home can see that uh, Evan and I both have gigantic stuffed minions. Uh, Evan, yours is Kevin the Minion. Yeah, yeah, I think that's his name. I don't know. I've never seen any of his movies. <laughs> it is Kevin. Uh, this is Stuart. David the Minion is the one, uh, the one-eyed with. Um, he looks frumpy and yeah, like yeah. sad. And Bob is the one with hey, two Hey, how eyes. come your your minion has cooler goggles than ours? I just realized this. <laughs> um, we got gypped. Where'd you get that minion? Um, I got this minion. I went to the rodeo like two or three years ago. <laughs> I'm so I'm born and raised in Houston. I've lived in Houston my entire life, and I'd never been to the cook-off, and I got to go to the cook-off. <laughs> the, the chat just exploded. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. No. Oh, wow. Angry. We're getting some angry. Angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Haters. Good, oh, man. Good. But I got this minion because I got to go to the cook-off, which is an effing rager, y'all. Oh, yeah, wow. I've heard. It's, I've never been. Oh man, you. So it's. I feel like it's like invite only. You gotta like know some people. Oh, I've been invited. I always just. Turn my it family down. has a tent every year. <laughs> oh like, my god, yeah. your you have parents a have a tent. Not what? my parents. My uncle. You need to go. Yeah, let us go. Oh my god, Connor. no. Okay, so this is how Connor. it works. <laughs> this is how it works. Is every tent. The, there's open bar and free food. Hey, guys, and, and the next three callers look, gets to go with us to the rodeo. <laughs> look, combining an open bar with my family is not a good idea. Okay, well, that's the thing is that you just get dr you get drunk and then you ditch your family and then you just, like, go to the carnival. So I got, like, all pork drunk and, <laughs> and pork drunk and beer drunk and then I got really good at that, like water shooter game and like <laughs> I always you're just I, shooting it into your mouth <laughs> I've always lamented about my inability to win anything and I won this this beautiful specimen like, <laughs> look at look at this real hair too I know it's, <laughs> oh yeah ours, ours is, does not have real hair ours is painted on it might be real Rogaine though also, where did you get this I think Cass gave it to me that sounds uh, friend of somebody, the show somebody somebody Look, guys, there's a thing. No one in this room has ever seen Minions before. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yet, yet we subscribe to Minion culture, uh, much like we subscribe to weed culture. It's just cultures we really appreciate. Yeah, uh, but we, we do not partake in Yeah, we don't partake <laughs> in them, but but, but uh, people just give us Minion stuff all the time. It started with one, and then we both were like, LOL, Minions are cool, haha. And yeah, then we're also in the Minion meme group. Well, yeah, we oh. run that. We moderate. See, oh. you, we run a very successful meme group. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've uh, also got our meme keychains here. Uh, I mean, not meme, minion. Uh, They're memes. <laughs> I got mine. Yeah, oh, just, my God. Let's Max just jingle these into the mic. Yeah. I, I, have, I have Kevin, the one that you have. Uh, um, oh, he's got a gun. Yeah, I've uh, got a William Tell thing up. going on here. Yeah, uh, so we have yeah. currently uh, 
five minions. There's five minions. Oh, we got another Kevin. One. Yeah. <laughs> I should have brought my other one. We could have had. There's like three minion things in my car right oh. now. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my car runs on minion. Uh. Anyway, um, people are really digging this minion talk, it seems. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is there a particular reason why you like them without having seen any of the movies? Uh, my, my, my husband used to work at, at a lab in one year, um, everybody in the lab all went on a pub crawl on Halloween and they all dressed up like minions. Hell yeah. Are there any photos? Um, there are probably photos. I still have the hat that he made that looks like this one. It has one eyeball, eyeball on it. But, um, I was like, that's so stupid. And then I think. Also his name is Stuart. It's Okay. Um, yeah, you must have been. That's so Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> I read it. I read an article about why people love minions, and then I just saw some like, you know, the funny like old lady memes. <laughs> oh yeah. And I just thought that it was just kind of ridiculous and silly. And then what kind of pushed me over the edge is that Maria Elisa Hegg. <laughs> Call out, friend Holter. of the show. <laughs> she hates minions. And so then I was like, oh, huh, you hate interesting. Oh, you she's, hate in, minions? she's in the minion group. I'm going to send you a bunch of minion memes. So that's, uh, that's really... Wait, was... Evan, are you in the group? No. You're about uh, to get added right, right, right. Yes. Hey, if anyone wants to be added to the minion group, uh, go ahead and sign up <laughs> via the chat. But know that once you get added, uh, you're not allowed to leave yeah we added maria and when she quit we just added her back and yeah. she just uh wisely muted the chat yeah wise but now i'm gonna post in it right now uh, uh, <laughs> so uh, i i've talked on one of ned's other podcasts the stacks about specifically minions and uh, the thing about it i don't think it hurts anyone it's slapstick it's goofy fun yeah. humor that's not at anyone else's expense finally the three stooges are back and they're yellow Ooh. banana people <laughs> Yeah. Are they gender? I mean, I it feel sounds like, like Maria's is not muted because <laughs> she just responded to the minion chat. I think she I think they are gendered. I, I mean, they are, all have male names. Yeah, but it, or but names it, commonly it could be, associated with males. It could be like a Steven Universe thing where like, you know, all the gems are outwardly femme, but they're not they don't necessarily have gender. I don't want to know if these things have genders. <laughs> I think they should keep their trousers. I, I want to know so little about Minion. That's like why I refuse to see the movie. Because what if I start hating them? This is such a big part of my personality. Dude, number one selling animated franchise of all time. Something tells me we gonna like it. Sure, I know the numbers. Uh, then again, Aquaman sucked. <laughs> is Aquaman number one? It's the, it, it, it made a billion. That I, movie didn't even have Minions in it. <laughs> I don't know if it's number one. I, I, I'm not going to uh, boast about that. <laughs> my minion is covered in cat hair. My cat's, my cat's like the minion, too. Oh, yeah, because who doesn't like minions? Maria. <laughs> All right. That's enough minion chat. <laughs> uh, At least to the side. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we don't have uh, very much longer left. Um, do you have any cool party stories or have you ever had like, or, a or just party theory you want to get out there? I feel like we theory. haven't really talked about like, Oh, well, I want to, I, if I could take a moment, I would love to, um, I would love to m merge <laughs> my love of partying with my love of performance art. So I don't know if you guys know this, but I freaking love karaoke. Oh, this me too. <laughs> I know, because we've totally karaoke together. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. At the secret group, none also. 
I've yeah, I've karaoke a lot of places <laughs> across so, the land. <laughs> so, uh, me and the other co-founder of the festival, Julia, we love to karaoke. Hell yeah! Um, and what's cool about having the kickoff party? On Wednesday at Natsu is that they do karaoke at Dean's on Wednesday, which is literally, it's, they're literally the same building. There's just a wall in between them. Awesome. Uh, So there's probably going to be a lot of back and forth between, um, how how long is that mic cable? (laughs) Yeah, right? Oh, I feel like they used to have wireless mics. You just need to bring your wireless setup. Guys, if you're listening and you're going to that party on Wednesday, bring your wireless setup. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Headset microphones, preferably. (laughs) I'm going to do a pop-up performance that uh, I'm I'm like an audience member who then you have to follow to another location to uh, watch them sing. Hey, um, I can't bear you. I actually really like this idea. Do you want to talk about it later? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. We look like I'm booking a show. What's up? A traveling karaoke party where you have to find it in Houston via GPS. You get there and we just keep moving. It's like a pedal party. <laughs> you, this is really a really great idea. It's a great idea. Copyright Ned Gale. <laughs> we should get a pedal. We should just get a pedal party and a portable karaoke machine and ride around town singing. To oh people. my god! Whoa. Let's oh. make those things way more annoying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then. Uh, oh no! It only has warrant songs. Oh, um, and they're all vaping. <laughs> um. What else? Oh, they're they're just like some other yeah. So Julie and I, Julie and I love to karaoke, and we're definitely gonna karaoke on Wednesday. Okay, we're gonna probably just be hopping back and forth between Natsu and Dean's with all these really awesome artists from all over the world. I'm talking Germany, yeah. Netherlands, yeah. Chile, yeah, Spain, yeah, um, some other places. Yeah, oh my god, right what is this? The Olympics? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, so we're gonna be doing that, and then um. I just kind of want to go through everything that we're doing. Yeah, yeah. We're doing that on Wednesday night. Not so. I think it starts at like eight or nine, uh, and then the next day on Thursday we have another free event that we uh, put together with uh, the Houston Center for Contemporary Craft, um, with Antonius Bui um, and Tanya Wen called Queering the Wheel. So it's going to be from six to eight in the parking lot of. Uh, Houston Center for Contemporary Craft, which I think is 4848 Main Street. It's pretty close by. Um, so there's going to be, it's two hours. There's going to be stuff from Devin Kenny, uh, Emily Ayer, uh, Tanya, um, oh, Antonius. Oh, who else? Oh, my God. It's just, it's going to be amazing. I'm really, 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 really excited about it. Um, it's in the parking lot. Think about the wheel and the parking lot. I don't want to give away like too too much information. Um, but is this in- a demolition derby? Mm, who knows? <laughs> um, but Antonius is is currently a resident at. Um, yeah, we just saw some of their work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sat Friday. We Friday. Went? Friday. Yeah. yeah. Um, they have some stuff up at Lawndale, but they're currently an artist in residency at uh, Center for Contemporary Craft. Uh, so they're they're doing that with with Tanya from six to eight, and then merge starts at nine at Rockefellers. So the thing the thing at uh HCCC how many H triple C we just H-C-C. always called it the Craft Center. It's craft yeah. Center. The thing at the Craft Center is from six to eight and that's free and open to the public and then after that is the the festival festival and begins. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when the the paid stuff happens. And you can buy tickets on our website. It's experimentalaction.com. Awesome. And you have until Wednesday to buy three-day passes after wednesday you can only buy tickets day of at the door well i demand that you guys all buy them tonight yeah me too 
Use, well, using yeah. the offer code FN right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, it's time to move into our last segment of the night. Here we go. I want a new plug. Tell me what's going on. Tell us all the stuff you're doing after you sing this song. All right, Evan, would you like to plug anything? Oh, sorry. I forgot that y'all did this. Oh, man, I suck. Uh, uh, you guys should come to the festival. I've been working on it for, like, the last really long time. All right. Um, since 2016. Um, it's going to be amazing. It's... It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, come come to Natsu on Wednesday. Uh, come to Center for Contemporary Craft on Thursday. Come to Rockefellers on Thursday. Friday, come to Secret Group. Saturday, come to Homeland HL uh, or something like that. Oh my God, I suck. <laughs> uh, we are having a free artist talk at Paul Mittendorf's gallery, and then uh, we have the last night of the festival on Saturday at the Secret Group. Um, Big weekend. It's a big, big, big weekend. I'm really, really excited to meet a bunch of new people. That that's the coolest thing about this festival too is that you just meet That's what it's all about, the you ragers. Meet, you meet other people you, who rage as well. Although yeah. we do have a policy in the management team that you're not allowed to sleep with anybody from the festival until after the last performance. Ooh. <laughs> Keep it so, in your pants, guys. Saturday night, check out the Motel 8 right next to Seeker Group. It's going to be wet. <laughs> Ned's going to be there with a six-pack of brews. Yeah. I'm not even in the festival. Yeah, I just, Why do I have to wait? Because you just be like, fingers crossed. <laughs> All right, Ned, do you have anything to plug? Uh, yep, every Thursday, Futile Society Improv at the Seeker Group, $5 at 8 p.m. Uh, this Friday, I'm playing a cyberpunk thing. I still don't understand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then uh, Saturday night, Space Cadets, Guacamole Police, and Swimwear Department will be at Rudyard's. All right. As for me, tomorrow night at Rudyard's, uh, one of my stories got selected for Grown Up Storytime. Yeah. It's the first story I've written in a very, very long time, so I'm very excited. Uh, so that'll be at 8 p.m. at Rudyard's tomorrow. Uh, go check it out. Then on Friday, I will be at the <laughs> Cyberpunk show. Dressed up as a cyberpunkman, and uh, I'm just gonna be fooling. I'm gonna be raging. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be Mike. To, to quote Connor. Yeah, to brother. Quote Connor. To quote Quana. All right. <laughs> he will be out cyberpunking and challenging everyone's knowledge of this genre. <laughs> I'm going to try and trick as many people as I can to admit that they are red pill people. I'll be like, it's from the Matrix. Do you like the Matrix? <laughs> My my hope is uh, we'll have some audio to play on the show next week or the week after for a, a, a finally a return to an edition of Man Barely on the Street. Yes, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what we are hoping. Um, and let's see, I think that's it for me in terms of performances. Um, that's everything. All right, any parting words, Evan? Be excellent to each other and party on people. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. dudes is like so. 2008. I don't say dude anymore. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm living in the past. <laughs> uh, wait. That, um, we My favorite Blink-182 like album is People Ranch. Bye! Bye! <laughs>